Welcome to Filled with His Love. I'm Russ Osgathorpe, your host, and today my wife Lolly's with us again, so that makes me happy. Good to be with you all. There's a phrase we often use called learn by heart, which really means commit to memory. And it's interesting, we don't say learn by mind or learn by brain, since the heart is the seat of emotion and one might say the center of the spirit. Committing sacred texts to memory is different than memorizing the periodic table in chemistry, for example, or the times tables or anything else we memorize. God's Word has the power to change us, to lift us, and to strengthen us, to help us draw closer to Him. And that's really the goal of this podcast. I want to find every way possible to help us come closer and have a stronger attachment to God, to the One who gave us life. And scripture memorization is definitely one way we can do that. It can't be forced. Those who memorize need to do it because they want to do it. But it has been our experience that once a child commits a verse to memory, that child wants to memorize more. They recognize, even at an early age, that these words have power, sacred, holy power, and they want to be able to say them without opening a book of scripture. So my mother, bless her heart, was my seminary teacher for four years, early morning in California, and she would come into my room early in the morning and wake me to cease to be idle, cease to be unclean, cease to find fault one with another, and she'd go on and on with the whole whole scripture until I woke up and she got me out of bed. And after four years, I could memorize that whole scripture very easily. It was lots of fun. And so we also had our children memorize that too. When we were raising our kids, we wanted them to develop love for God's Word, so we memorized scriptures often in our family home evenings. We would post a scripture of the week on the refrigerator for everyone to memorize, and then we'd practice the verse together throughout the week. One of the first scriptures we memorized was King uh, Benjamin's famous, And you will not suffer your children that they go hungry or naked, neither will you suffer that they transgress the laws of God, and fight and quarrel, emphasis there, one with another, and serve the devil. This particular scripture was reviewed and referred to often. We also had a fun time with our family reunions. We did. With our extended families. We always have a scriptural theme for each reunion. For example, look unto me, and every thought doubt not, fear not. Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. So we would be cheerful, and we'd look to the Lord. Look forward with an eye of faith. The eye of faith scriptures were always a winner. Then there's let virtue garnish thy thoughts unceasingly, then shall thy confidence wax strong. We wanted our grandchildren to have confidence. And then even we had some that are a little more difficult, we would put hand signs to, can you look up? So we look up to God at that day with a pure heart and dry a hand around our heart and clean hands, put those out. Can you look up with the image of God engraven upon your countenance. So this was a a real winner to use the hand signs to help the little ones learn it. One of our daughters has her children rehearse their family scripture for the week or month as she drives them to school each morning in the carpool. I remember one month they memorized the whole Moroni charity scripture. All occupants of the carpool, including the neighbor kids, memorized scriptures. They all got it and memorized it and showed it to me on uh, a video. It was fun sometimes listening to them in the car because if we would call her and she would be there in the car with all of her kids and she would have them say the scripture. <laughs> it was always fun. 
All of our children have emphasized scripture memorization in their families in some way. Another family has Memorization Monday, when every family member recites a scripture they are working on. No child is too young to participate. Many a toddler picked up the scripture the older children were, were memorizing. Here's Garrett when he was four years old. Have not I commanded thee, be strong in courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. So Garrett was only four years old when he memorized that scripture. I wish you could see his face as he was doing it. Uh, be of good courage and strong. Anyway, we love that little verse of him when he was only four. When I was the deacon's quorum advisor, I decided I wanted to have the quorum memorize scriptures. President Hinckley actually challenged 12-year-old deacons to memorize DNC section 13. He talked in one of his conference talks about how he had memorized that when he was 12 years old. So I went the next week to our quorum and said, well, if he can memorize it when he was 12, we could memorize it now, couldn't we? And they all agreed. And so we memorized it. I actually had 25 deacons in my quorum at the time, which was actually two deacons quorums, but (laughs) we were all together. So We had them all memorize that. They did so well that we then decided to memorize one scripture a month and eventually got 12 scriptures. I called President Hinckley's office because I had grown up next to him, and I called his office one day and said, would he be willing to listen to these deacons say the 13th section of the Doctrine and Covenants? And she called back quite quickly and said he would be happy to have you come to his office with your deacons and recite that scripture, which we did. It was kind of an amazing experience. He took us into the big conference room where he had greeted presidents of nations and just worked so well with those deacons. He had them say the 13th section, and then I said, would you like to hear more? And he did. The deacons were so surprised at how he mouthed silently every scripture that we said to him. He already knew all of those scriptures himself. Another thing we did when we were mission leaders, uh, when Russ was interviewing missionaries at zone conferences, I would uh, have all the other missionaries uh, out waiting, uh, trying to do something that was useful. And so we would memorize scriptures there, and then they would pass them off to me. And they really got a kick out of being able to say, I bought this, this Jurassic, I've got this, and they'd come over and say it. And those that struggled a bit, uh, we'd have them say it with the a companion until they got it. And it was always a successful thing. We tried to make sure that every missionary was able to do this to some extent. Now, in Proverbs uh, 3 and 3, we read, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So again, we're back to that learn by heart phrase. We want them on our hearts so that we can say them without referring to them. There's a song that we've used. This is at the end of our reunions, right, oftentimes? Yes, but remember we um, actually, you and I sang this when we were in Yes, that's right. At BYU Choirs. We learned this, didn't we? Yeah, Wasn't that we when did. we first uh-huh. came across it? And we were so touched by the emotion that was in this song, we We just couldn't believe what it did to us personally as we sang these beautiful words. And so we shared this with our family when they got a little older and could sing. 
and eventually they could sing the parts, and it was quite a, a wonderful experience. We would sing this sometimes at a farewell for one of the, the children when they went on their missions. This is what they would request. I heard one of our grandchildren say one day, hey, the, the reason I really like to sing that song is I like to see Grandma leading it. <laughs> so uh, we are going to play a version of this song this is very, of course, unprofessional. This is just a group of family, our family members at the end of family reunion, singing, Write Thy Blessed Name, O Lord, Upon Thy Heart. It's just recorded on a little iPhone, and we had everybody there singing, no accompaniment. So it's what you get, but we're, <laughs> we love it. always loved those words. Write thy blessed name, O Lord, upon my heart, there to remain so indelibly engraved that no prosperity, that no adversity shall ever move me from thy love. Those final words, no prosperity, no adversity shall ever move me from thy love. This describes the kind of attachment we want to have with the Lord because both prosperity and adversity can move us away from God. This is a fervent prayer. Much like Mormon asked in Moroni 7, pray unto the Father with all the energy of heart that you can be filled with his love. This entire song is a prayer of divine attachment, a plea to the Father that his name might be written on our heart that it takes precedence over everything else in our lives, our problems, our successes, our worries, our delights, everything. So my invitation to you today is, I hope if you haven't done it recently, you will memorize some verse of Scripture that means something to you that you want to commit to memory, that you want to have written on your heart, and that if you have children or loved ones that you would like to have memorized Scriptures, that you'll encourage them to do the same. Let's all write something on our heart. We'll see you next time.